the Diocese of Churches for the Sake of Others, is pleased to present the C4SO Podcast, a place to celebrate the voices and values of C4SO, a diocese of the Anglican Church in North America, led by Bishop Todd Hunter. You can learn more about us at c4so.org. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the C4SO podcast. I'm your host, Ben Sternke. And today we are talking with the Reverend Matthew Autry, who is a filmmaker um, and also the chaplain for Baylor University. He's also a quasi-accidental church planter uh, of all saints in Waco, Texas. Uh, The church plant is growing and thriving, but it's also looking for a new rector. And that's something that we're going to be chatting with Matthew about today. Another little-known fact about Matthew is that he once sat in a movie theater just down the row from Chip and Joanna Gaines, um, (laughs) speaking of Baylor um, alums. Anyway, uh, Matthew, welcome to the C4SO podcast. Thanks, Ben. It's great to be here. (laughs) Um, Before we dive in, maybe you can fill out your bio a bit for us and give us a quick sketch of your vocational and your ministry background. Introduce yourself to the C4SO podcast audience. Sure, absolutely. Well, yeah, filmmaker, priest. uh, I'm very happy that there's a slash there. I think uh, (laughs) most of my life has been, uh, a lot of my life was spent wondering which one to choose. Um, Hmm. I remember senior year of high school, really not knowing, am I supposed to go study uh, ministry at the local Christian college there? Am I supposed to go study film? And I ended up studying ministry the first year and then really felt a release from God that I'd put Isaac on the altar and I could go study film. So I transferred and studied film. My first real job was making videos for a mega church as a filmmaker for the church and was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Because how do you make films faithfully for the church? So that huh. led me to Fuller Seminary, where I studied theology and film, theology yeah. and art. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And then I ended up at Baylor, and after a few years making some marketing videos uh, as mm-hmm. an ordained priest, making uh, videos about uh, you know mascots making birthday cakes, finally, <laughs> finally there was an opening in the chapel department, and. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And then finally, everyone understood why I'd studied film and, mm. and um, theology and faith and being a pastor nice. because COVID hit. <laughs> and so yes. this year, uh, yeah. this happened. And so that's huh. just sort of been the okay. story of, of that, you know, both andness uh, yeah. has, has really followed me throughout all that time. Wow. Yeah, that, I mean, I'd love to ask, maybe, and this is probably a topic for another episode, but I'd love to pursue some of um, your, just hear from your perspective um, on kind of being, having one foot in both of those worlds. Mm -hmm. We've we've done a number of episodes with, uh, on those themes with um, David Taylor and with Phaedra Taylor um, Mm -hmm. and uh, that kind of intersection of the arts and theology mm-hmm. uh, is is a fascinating one. And I, I, I'm especially interested, <laughs> and again, I'm, I, I don't know, I'm queuing up questions that we probably can't ask, but, um, well, maybe we can ask it real quick. I'm especially interested in your instinct to sort of realize, okay, I like making films and I feel, I have a sense of calling in this realm, but uh, I don't, like, I feel, I also feel like I need to understand some theology to know how to make film th- like faithfully. Right. Um, so I don't know if you can even unpack that. I mean, we're, this is maybe getting ahead of ourselves. A little yeah, bit, sure. Unpack that a little bit for us. What, what was it about 
Why did you feel like you needed some theological understanding in order to make films faithfully? Well, particularly because what I was making was was in the midst of worship. Now, I now what I realized mm. what was going mm-hmm. on was I was creating liturgical elements to guide mm. people in worship. They weren't. It wasn't being spoken of that way. I see. Yeah. But for me, you know, if you're a preacher, you take that seriously, and if you're a Baptist right. preacher, you right. go study. Charles Spurgeon, you know, you read all the Spurgeon you <laughs> yeah. can. Yeah. Uh, if you're a musician, you take that seriously, and mm-hmm. and and we even see that change in the title from music leader right. to yeah. worship pastor, right? Right, right? And and for me, I realized, oh, I'm pastoring people, and then the pastors right. I were working for were wonderful people and very very thoughtful theologically, but they yeah. only really ever cared about the words that were in the script, mm. and having done film studies in undergrad and really yeah. thought deeply about what film, what images do, I realized yeah. I needed some help to be faithful that's, that's really in good. that yeah. space. Uh, I didn't, mm-hmm. I, and so thinking through, okay, and I was in a megachurch that had no theology of images um, mm-hmm. or really maybe just sort of a kind of a maybe don't do it was as close as you could get to a theology of imagery mm-hmm. uh, because it's coming out of a more reformed tradition. Yeah, yeah. And so looking for how do we do this faithfully? We're hiring filmmakers, we're hiring videographers, graphic designers, yeah. and we're telling them what you're doing is ministry. Is that just sort of a nice platitude, right. or do we really mean it? Because if yeah. it's ministry, you need to think about it theologically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's so much there, man. There is so much there. Because otherwise, we, we just inherit, right? We inherit the way that right. you know, we see things done on In culture. TikTok you know, yep. or, or, or whatever. And it's like... Uh, you know, these social media companies, they understand the power of images. You know what I mean? Like they, they study it. They really get how, yes. like they know how to hook your brain, you know, and, and mm-hmm. anyway, it behooves of us, I think, uh, as the church and as Christians to be able to understand, yeah, mm-hmm. images from a theological standpoint. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, <clears throat> more on that maybe at another time. Sure. Today, today uh, we want to talk about... Um, church planting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you told me that you quasi accidentally planted all saints, um, which <laughs> yes. is a C4SO church plant in Waco. Um, tell, tell us that story. What do you mean by accidentally and, and kind of how did this church plant happen? Sure. Well, I, I, I suppose what I mean by that primarily is that I didn't expect us to be at the place we're at uh, in this timeline we're at. I, I, okay. I, I knew we were going to start gathering I knew we were going to, you know, tell some people, hey, this is happening. Right. I had sort of imagined there were two families that came to me that were out of a, another Bible, st- a small Bible study I'd done at uh, another Acna church here in town where I served there. Okay. And they said, hey, we really think there's, there's, there's space for um, this sort of very C4SO expression of Anglicanism in Waco. Would you be interested in helping us? Yeah, I don't want to be in charge of it. Uh, I'm still waiting not to be in charge of it. I mean, I know the <laughs> right. Lord is in charge of it, the but fir- yeah, the, the, yeah. Fir- the first request is has yet to be met. So. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but but I kind of imagine okay, it's these three families. One one is mine, and okay. we'd been doing some backyard Eucharist, and I knew a few other people who were interested, and I thought okay, well okay. we'll maybe we'll maybe six maybe be six families, six seven mm-hmm. families in the next. And you know, next year, and we'll still be in my backyard, and then we'll call someone to to come take over this work. Yeah. And um, that's just not the way it's happened. Um, hmm. You know, we had sixty four people at Easter, um, hmm. and regularly we're well, seeing fifty yeah. folks, um, and most of those I would say are are in. Um, 
God sent us a deacon uh, to, uh, she's also my boss at Baylor. So I serve as a chaplain at Baylor and she's the director of chapel. So we have a fun uh, relationship. She's in charge five days a week. Uh, I'm I'm in charge one day a week. Uh, (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) We're both off on Saturday. So uh, yeah, it's just sort of grown and been this this really sort of beautiful and I just accidental, like I really just hadn't had an imagination for, oh, we're going to be this yeah. many people. Yeah. So you, so you did have, you did have the original vision to kind of plant a church. Yeah. To start it going. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you were like, you know what, like C4SO, um, I, I, like I, I would love to see, you know, something get moving here to get started here. Yes. I do not want to be in charge of it. I don't have any designs on being the rector long term right. here. Mm-hmm. Right. And was this, is this because you had already sort of settled, you, you mentioned before in your bio that you had kind of settled in on, I think my, my vocational calling, my sense of vocation is more around the realm of filmmaking than it is around the realm of uh, kind of full-time ministry, mm-hmm. you know, what we call full-time ministry, right? Right. Um, but being a rector of a church. Yes. Is that, is that kind of what is, I don't know if there's anything more to it for you in that? Yes. I mean, I think my job, my full-time job, I just love it. And it just keeps getting mm. better. Uh, and, mm. and that now it's going to be less focused on just filmmaking. I'll, I'll still do some of that. Yeah. And more focused on, okay, how are we engaging our art students with, with faith uh, mm. here at Baylor? And then how yeah. are we utilizing the arts to do what the arts can do uh, singularly yeah. in, in engaging people with faith through mm. the aesthetic realm of knowledge, right? Through, yeah, through, a, yeah. through a different way of knowing and being in the world. Hmm. And um, there's some really, there's some great pockets of some stuff happening at Baylor, but and there's some really sort of nascent ideas. Um, but really, I, I feel like there's a lot of room for that to grow. So when I get excited, hmm. I think about how is Baylor going to enter into this realm of yeah. um, places like we see at Duke Divinity or Fuller Seminary, mm-hmm. um, yeah. other places doing this work. And so that's that's what I get to do is, and think about, and that's what yeah. gets me excited. I think, yeah. too, um, it's been interesting to think about what has happened and, and actually to look and say, hmm. yeah, I think I've been prepared to hmm. do this work. And I think I actually have some hmm. natural giftings to do this work yeah. because it's become very similar to moments when I've been making films. Hmm. And when I look at my skills and gifts and talents, uh, I have the same experience where um, I remember in seminary, I was making a thesis film and it was about the desert mothers. And so I'd, I'd convinced all these people to go deep into the desert with me and shoot yeah. this film. And I remember my yeah. producer saying, uh, that's really the far away desert. from a hospital, the literal desert. Yeah. 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 yeah we're out in California. Okay. And he was yeah. like, he was like, uh, this is dangerous. We're too far from a hospital. You know, producers always have to be thinking. And yeah, I just yeah. was like, it'll be Liability. fine. We're going to do this. And <laughs> yeah. anyways, I had this moment where I was looking around at 15 people mm-hmm. and, and they're all sitting in this canyon with me. Mm. And I had this moment of like, why are you here? Mm. And then I was like, oh, I convinced you this was a good idea. <laughs> this, is, this is me. <laughs> I, I'm the one. I'm the one to blame. And I've had yeah. a lot of similar moments with All Saints where I'm just okay. like looking out at this crowd. I'm like, it's why happened. are you here? And again, I know it's not me. Mm. I know it's the Holy Spirit. But I have come to assess and recognize when I look at my strength finders or things like that. Yeah. I go, oh, yeah. I actually do have that capacity. But to mm. me, 
it's a different role than that of a rector. And I think the planter yeah. either has to shift yeah. into that role of the rector or, as we're trying to do, find someone who co comes along and wants to be that rector. Yeah, can hand the baton to someone yes. with a different, different set of skills. It's the yeah, slow I and steady that, person, yeah. Right, yeah, slow and steady, somebody who can, who can build something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really wise, Matthew, just to, for you to be able, and self-aware, for you to be able to kind of notice that about yourself, but also also kind of understand, you know, what you're called to, what, where your gifts are, and sort of what the church needs mm. um, at, at this phase. Um, I think it's really, I think it is wise, um, because I, as somebody who has both planted and pastored uh, churches, and now is pastoring a church that I planted, um, as it, it gains, it's gained some stability. Um, mm -hmm. COVID obviously threw everything up in sure. the air and kind of made everything feel like a replant um, mm -hmm. just a few months ago, honestly. Um, but um, all that being said, I think you're right that this, the skill set is significantly different. Um, sometimes we've talked about it as like, there are people called to pioneer, mm -hmm. kind of hack through the underbrush and make a clearing and lay a foundation, right? But then there's, mm -hmm. there's people who are, uh, gifted in other ways, they can come into a place that has been cleared and, and mm -hmm. build something that people can live in for generations, right? That's right. And, and yeah. you know, I think about it, that's a great metaphor. Mine, mine still goes to filmmaking. Mm. And, and, and what I see as my sort of, um, I, I, I agree, like I don't get deep into the Enneagram, but, but I agree mm. with like the assessment, I'm a seven. Sure. And okay. I'm yeah. always looking for this adventure. And, and you know, <laughs> making movies yeah. is the best because mm. you do it for like three to six months. If you're maybe you're Peter Jackson, you do it for 18 months, but the, <laughs> right. but the point is then it's over right. <laughs> and like You've, that thing happened and it's there. done. Yeah. And, and so like, and I think yeah. as a planter, you almost have to have a little bit of that, like, Hey, we're just throwing it all together. Everyone mm -hmm. it's going to work. But then at mm -hmm. some point we've got to stop being a movie and we've got to start being a TV show. Oh yeah, that's a good metaphor. You've yeah. got to have a showrunner who's yep. going to say, "Okay, what is it week in, week out?" Yeah, yeah. And and yeah, occasionally we'll do a special episode, and we'll right. we'll 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 do this push, or there'll be this arc, but mm -hmm. it's mostly TV. We look for is mostly slow and steady, um, yeah. and I just yeah. don't have that television mindset. I'm like, I would rather just yeah. go make a movie and then do all the work and then. And then go make another one movie. about yeah, something yeah. completely different or yeah, yeah, a little yeah, yeah. bit different. Yeah. Uh, so seeing this, I'm like, oh, I'm making the movie of All Saints, and someone's yeah. got to come along and, and adapt it for TV and make mm. it make it a thing that you can count yeah, on and rely on. Yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, whatever metaphor we, I've never heard that before, but that that's really, I'm not familiar with, not too familiar with filmmaking and you know, uh, TV shows, but I I think I know enough to pick up that metaphor. And, well, and you and never see, you never see film directors being showrunners, almost never. Yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. Cause it's, it's always just, a, it's different a different skill set. set. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a different drive, I think. Yeah. Different thing that you want to kind of do and see in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, so how, how long ago, um, was All Saints planted then? When, when did you, how long have you been gathering? We started having gatherings last summer, about a year ago now. Okay. Um, so about a year, and how are, how are you gathering right now? Like, what, is, what does All Saints look like if I was going to be a part mm -hmm. of All Saints? 
Right now, we gather on the second and fourth Sundays of mm-hmm. of each month, and okay. uh, we meet in the evening. Uh, First Methodist here in Waco has three campuses, and mm-hmm. so they've they've given us use of one for no oh, nice. no charge on the evenings. Oh, that's the greatest and, world. <laughs> oh, it's it's so yeah. wonderful. There's those yeah. things too, right? Where you just go, well, I guess this is just happening. Mm-hmm. And the Lord has just blessed this thing, yeah. and I don't know why, mm. but mm. it's happening. Yeah. And so uh, we are evening prayer on the second Sunday of the month. So last night we met and had evening prayer, and okay. then Eucharist on the fourth Sunday of the month. I'm ordained okay. as a priest. So um, I think mm. in the fall, um, hopefully, we'll have a rector sometime mm-hmm. around then. But even if we don't, I think in the fall we're going to move to uh, having some small groups. We've had a, a little bit of that going on this past okay. year. I think we'll move okay. to asking people to meet on the first and third Sundays in their small groups. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah. so that way they have a touch point with the church every week. And then yeah. we will likely move to Eucharist both times we meet during the month. Okay. Because um, we've got a little more capacity. I've got an altar guild. And so hey, my yeah, wife's not washing all the linens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. 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 So it's. I was going to ask that. It's. It's the. The reason you're not gathering weekly is just capacity. It's leadership capacity. I and, think capacity. Sort of, the. The last thing I'd want to do, and clearly, lots of people have had to do this because of COVID. Um, but the last thing I'd want to do is set that precedent that we gather yeah, weekly and then have and to then have to pull back yeah, and feel yeah, like it a just, retreat. It feels. Yeah, there's a loss right. of momentum. Mm-hmm. That that feels that. Yeah, I think that's wise. Um. Yeah, that's that's great. Uh, I'm glad glad to hear uh, about that. We just our our church um, just started meeting in a United Methodist uh, facility uh, mm-hmm. as well, and so they've been very gracious hosts. So mm-hmm. three three cheers for the Methodists on That's this right. podcast. So thank yeah. thank you, Methodists. Um, I, I wonder if you could just say, well, are are you um are you still accepting applications for the senior yes. pastor role? Yeah, we are. Okay, all right. Well, we'll put a link uh, to that um, in the show notes if anybody listening. Is looking for a job and wants That's to move right. to Waco. Yeah, don't don't tell them how hot it is in the summer though. Yeah, right? yeah. Unless you're used to it, maybe they're from Texas already. They're That's right. They're getting themselves That's right. into. It's not it's um, not always that humid. So that's the only okay. thing I've got. It's kind okay, of a dry yeah, yeah. heat. Well, there you go. Yeah. So that's all yeah, I got. Not, not quite as hot as other places that are further south. Not well. Houston. That's not right. Houston. Yeah, we're not Houston. Yeah. <laughs> Claim to fame. Um, <laughs> what uh, maybe just. Uh, what what are some of the unique aspects of, about All Saints? What would you mm-hmm. say the ethos is? Like what what makes this place uh, special for you? Well, I think really it, it is in our name. Like it's mm-hmm. really spelled out in the reality of as as much as I would say. And look, I've got a lot of leadership. I've got a lot of decisions I've had to make, and mm-hmm. a lot I've had to do. Okay. This is not resting on my shoulders. This is a this is a shared work. So I don't preach every time we meet. In fact, I don't preach most times we meet. Okay. Now I could if I wanted to, uh, but right. but we have such a set of gifted folks. Uh, last night mm-hmm. I had a sermon from uh, a guy who's been a pastor for five years, actually in in India, uh, Indiana, and then mm-hmm. he's come to Baylor for his PhD in okay. New Testament and mm-hmm. and. Just a wonderful sermon. Uh, we've got hmm. we've got someone else who's on our planting team, and she's actually over our preaching ministry. She's a she's a DTS grad. Okay. We we have we have such giftings, and, and I think some of that is Baylor. 
Some of that is being in this space with this big Christian college where um, Baylor's very generous, especially to PhD students on the whole, and they have a okay. stipend, right? You're not gonna, you're not gonna hopefully go bankrupt to come get your PhD yeah. at Baylor. Yeah. And so you've got some really thoughtful Christian folks. So we've got yeah. like a hefty number of, of PhDs um, yeah, wow. okay. in uh, biblical studies or church history. Yeah. But then other folks who have some seminary background. And yeah. so there's really the shared work. We don't have a singular worship leader right now. We've got like a rotating, uh, rotating crew of folks. And pe- it's really just this family, like we're all coming together and making this happen. And it's all saints, right? Mm-hmm. So as, as much as, yes, I kind of have to do a lot of leading and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm the guy in the collar, I'm the priest. So there's a, right. some looking to me for that. There's yeah. no sense in which I feel, oh, this doesn't exist without me. Um, yeah. or this doesn't yeah. flourish without me. I, hmm. I don't think there'll be a problem with me stepping back and handing yeah. the reins to yeah, this other person. Yeah. Okay. But they won't be holding the reins alone. And that's the point. Right. That, yeah, that's part of, the, part of what they're coming into is an ethos where there's already maybe less of a focus on a singular personality yes. to kind of make everything happen or... or right. You know, set the and I'm not going anywhere. I'm here to help that person, yeah, and uh, and our deacon as well. So so there's mm. just a lot of that. You know, all saints. Also, we kind of pull a lot of of language from uh, this just this idea that we're we're all made to be holy, and actually all things mm. are made to be holy. Mm. So we have a sacramental imagination. Yeah. I think that yeah. you know, even though we're more evangelical or whatever, lower on the candle. Like we, it's not lower in terms of our vision of ecclesiology or the sacraments, or it might be even a higher vision of Mm, it because it's everything. God wants to make this coffee cup holy. And I don't know what that means. You know, I was like, I don't know if you've ever listened to that ridiculous prayer from the uh, NASCAR preacher. And he prays for like Goodyear tires yeah. It's one he prays for like his smoking hot wife or something. And oh, it, nice. it's so funny. And I'm like, it's kind of, aw- it's very, it's awful. But there's yeah, some part yeah. of me that's like, but can we pray for Goodyear tires? Like, yeah, I like, yeah. and how do we do that faithfully? <laughs> but because yeah, like we, yeah. you know, that's a sacramental imagination right, that how right, does it not right. become a gross sort of parody? Yeah. Um, and that kind of oh, borders on it. But yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Are you, talk- are you talking about the movie Talladega Nights? Is that no. So he was- pulls that line. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I think Will Ferrell. Well, it might be the other way around. Either Will Ferrell did it originally, and this Nash, this like actual preacher okay. says he, it. He actually okay. Or I can't or tell maybe the other way around. Who's yeah. referencing who? Is art imitating life, or is life right. imitating yeah. it's, art? Uh, well, that's a big question nowadays. It's anyway. a big question. Oh, no, gosh. I, I hear you. It can be sort of seen as a ridiculous, a ridiculous thing. Like obviously, that's not a holy thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think you're right that the the imagination and the the way of being in the world that the sacraments capital S right are meant Mm -hmm. to uh, are meant to kind of open us up into seeing the whole world as a sacrament of God's presence. Right. Um, Yeah. Beautifully said that life of God intersecting the life of heaven intersecting with the life of earth. Yeah. You know, Dallas Willard gets at this, just, just this whole idea. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that's Mm -hmm. really when you get into some of the language, what's drawn us together it's yeah. it's this belief, and and I think a belief, and that this is helped I think by both me and the deacon serving as chaplains mm-hmm. at Baylor. Baylor's mm-hmm. motto is begins with the words pro ecclesia for the church, 
And uh, we think All, All Saints has something to add, something additive and good and yeah. uh, maybe even needed for the church in mm. Waco. But mm. we don't think in any way we're it and we've got yeah. all the answers. And, and so having this attitude of being for the church, mm. I think, is so helpful. Uh, last night when we had one of the pastors from First Presbyterian there because he's friends with, with the guy who was preaching and um, mm. You know, we we pray for the you know local Baptist church or the local Episcopal church in our prayers of the people, uh, you know, for specific things going on in those places. And so mm. Waco actually has at its heart. I mean, speaking mm. of the Methodists, it began the first Methodist began as a cabin church, and then they shared mm. that space with First Pres and then First oh. Baptist. And so, like okay. at the heart of Waco. Um, as much as much terrible things have happened in Waco, there's also some beautiful mm. history there. And I think mm. ecumenical relationships, uh, you know, yeah. Baylor's a Baptist university. Uh, it's, right. it's historically very Baptist. The first professor mm. of Baylor was an Episcopalian. Oh, really? Wow. And so this, this sort of idea of, of the shared life of the church is something we at All Saints are also just huge fans of. We're not trying to compete. Mm. We're not trying right. to be better than. Uh, we're trying to be a part of, and I think Waco yeah. has a very, uh, mm. just has that at its, in its origins and yeah. still seeing it play out to this day. Oh, well, that's lovely. It sounds like a, like a lovely place um, that, uh, yeah, that I, I'm, I'm praying that um, you guys find a really good fit. Uh, yeah, for me too. <laughs> a rector that can kind of lead you into the next season. Mm-hmm. Um, and facilitate, yeah, the next phase of life uh, for this community. So it sounds like a lovely place. There's a lot, a lot about it that I, uh, that I, I really appreciate uh, as you've been talking. So, um, how can people connect with you and with All Saints, uh, Matthew? If you're interested in finding out more, sure. Uh, we're working on a website. This is part of the the <laughs> slow planting process, right? Yeah, is yeah, uh, get one of those websites right away. So. Nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, we are on Instagram at okay. All Saints Waco. Okay. I, I try to put stuff up there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's kind of, that's kind of me. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then uh, we're also uh, All Saints Waco at gmail.com if they wanted to reach out specifically. Okay. Um, Very good. And I w- that would come to me. Okay. Um, yeah, those are the ways to connect, to connect okay. with us best, I think. If they're ever in Waco, yeah. Uh, yeah. Come check us out. Okay. Very good. Well, um, Matthew, we'll end this podcast with two questions we're asking everybody on the C4 mm-hmm. So podcast this year. Uh, the first question is this What's a book or a movie or a TV show that you've appreciated recently? Well, I'll go. I'll go book because I'd be expected to go movie or TV you show. You would be expected. I was thinking you were going to give us the lowdown. I'm going to swerve. Okay. Uh, right. I just finished uh, listening to, actually, this great book called Bandersnatch. Have you ever heard of it? Oh, I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, it's about the collaborative community of the Inklings and how they influenced one another's work. And a uh, yeah. really wonderful book, thinking about collaboration, even broader than, than creative. I mean, when yeah. I think about All Saints, I think of that idea of, oh, yeah. look, everyone has this thing to add and collaboration. So if you're interested in collaboration uh, and how teams or communities, families get, get built and, and then create this great beauty for the life of the world, uh, Bandersnatch mm-hmm. is, is a okay. great read. All right. 
I will uh, thank you for that. Uh, second question is, um, how can we pray for you? Hmm. Yeah, I definitely think praying, uh, praying for the rector. Uh, yeah. And, and, and yeah. I know that's, you know, it's hard because it's like, it's not going to be the silver bullet. He sure. or she is not going to fix everything. Right, um, right. But right now the weight of, when I see new people come in, I think most church planners probably think, oh, thank goodness, maybe this is going to work. And I think, yeah. oh no, do you think I'm your pastor? <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> and I need to be if, if I'm needed. And, yeah, sure, and sure. Uh, I'm available yeah. for that. But yeah. that's that's the primary thing, that weight okay. of um, the, re- the rectorship. And that I'm going to yeah. go away for July uh, yeah. And I've got some folks to lean on there, so that in July, okay. um, crises would not would not come, or that they would be met, and I would have the space to say, "I trust that we've okay. set we've set up the right systems in place for mm. people to be cared for." Okay. All right. Well, um, we'll be praying for that. Thank you so much. That was great. Thanks for listening to this episode of the C4SO podcast. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. Email us your thoughts and suggestions at connect at c4so.org.